take one action the debut episode number one i am your host john scotty so 2020 is officially history and although 2020 will mostly be remembered as a year of chaos there was actually a lot of good to come out of this year and one of those things for me was making a new friend named cade Pryor. Cade is a photographer, videographer, adventure seeker, and really interesting, smart guy who's from Virginia, like myself, and moved to Austin mid-pandemic to propel his creative career and really just level up his life. As you listen, you will learn how Cade's mindset allowed him to take a down year like 2020 and flip it into one of the best years of his life. Cade perfectly explains how a positive, happy life through any circumstance is actually pretty simple to achieve. It's really inspiring and he breaks down exactly how you can do the same. I love talking to this guy and I always learn something new. I think you will too and I hope you enjoy. So let's get this party started. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, so I'm sitting here with the man Cade Pryor. Boom. I had the great fortune of meeting you, becoming friends with you this year. This year was quite a ride, and uh, we saw a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. I think the one word that kind of encompasses this year, I would say evolution, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I feel like you and I have both had a lot of personal evolution. Yeah. And um, I want to kind of speak to that. Yeah. So let's start off right, man. Um, I would like you to introduce yourself, a little bit of backstory, uh, mm -hmm. a little bit about you, how you would title yourself. Who is Cade Pryor? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard one, too. Uh, yeah, so my name's Cade. Uh, I would, you know, I like to title myself as a filmmaker slash photographer, as that is like my main industry mm -hmm. that I'm in right now. And of course, we're not, you know, labeled by what we do, but... Um, yeah, filmmaker, photographer, I do a bunch of social media stuff, content creation, uh, everything kind of started on YouTube. So some people call me a YouTuber, even though I hate that word. Absolutely hate it. <laughs> hate YouTuber? Uh, oh, I hate it so much. It's yeah. almost as bad as influencer. It's yeah. Yeah. Both uh, of those. No way. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. And you know, I, I just enjoy kind of the content creation side of the world. I think especially with, you know, what we've seen this year is everything is going in that digital realm. So having just, a, you know, both in your personal life as well as in your professional life, having that really down is super beneficial. So, yeah, I mean, I got interested in kind of film and photography mainly because of YouTube and kind of creating a channel around that. And then mm -hmm. it ended up turning into, you know, something that I now call myself, which is pretty crazy. And also that's what I do as a full time job. That's what I do for fun. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. You know, yeah. so it's just so cool how much it's in, in kind of just created my life around it. Uh, so yeah, and this year has been just the most content I've ever shot ever. Nice. So it's just, yeah, even looking back on it and I'm actually in the process of making this sort of like encompassed video and about like all of my experiences in 2020 and it was overwhelming just like looking through all the footage and I was like, Oh my gosh, Dude. like it's a lot. And it's not like crazy good footage. when I say crazy good footage, I mean like it was just overwhelming because it was just so much so much yeah. of different stuff and i'm super thankful to just have that opportunity and being where i'm at right now to be able to do that so for yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so you and i are both you know storytellers yep. creative marketers what got you into like what got a camera in your hand what got you wanting to start a youtube and what were your intentions with just documenting yourself in your life yeah so a camera i remember the first time i ever like got a camera in my hand i was skateboarding like Classic. that was like, yeah, that was like the actual, cause I, you know, I still skateboard now, of course, but I was super into it when I was a kid and, uh, yeah, just like creating skate films or just recording what you're doing, you know, there's yeah. something about it. And that's kind of, got a little bit of a taste for kind of just content creation and stuff like that. And then I remember one time I was at a skate park and I was filming my boy just doing a little, his thing, you know, yeah. well, camera's always out, always gotta be out. Always shooting. Yeah. Always shooting. And so like, camera's out I'm like 14 years old or something like that. And, uh, they're 13 and I see this like fight going on in the background and I was like, Oh crap. Like World and literally, star. yeah, it totally, that's what went through my mind. I remember like my boy was like, I was just filming him. He's trying to get this trick. And I yeah. was just like, nah, and I'm walking away holding the camera and he's like, yo, where are you going? And I just start filming these two people fighting and it was a dad and a kid. 
and the dad was mad at the kid because uh, he was cussing and his kids were there or something like that. And they're on the opposite side of a fence uh-huh. and they're just saying some bullshit. Not a very good video. Recorded it. <laughs> got permission for everyone to post it. Posted it. Boom. Blew up. You know. Wow. Uh, on YouTube. And uh, right now it's set to like 14 or 15 million views. Wow. Which, now that I say that, TikTok has ruined that's the substantiation for millions because people will be like, oh, yeah, I post this dance video and I got, you know, 100 million views. I'm just like, yeah, oh, you know, overnight, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So TikTok has ruined my substantiation for millions. But at the time you would tell people that I'd be like, yo, 12 million views. I'd be like, whoa, you know, oh, yeah, that yeah. was like that was like you, you just beat the Internet at that <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All my friends were like, dude, how'd you do it? Like, is there a button that you press? And I was like, no. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I remember when I first threw that up. Uh, it reached like a thousand in the first week and that, and, you know, and I did just basic research on like, Hey, how should I title this thumbnail, you know, SEO? Yeah. Uh, what should I put in the description? Just the basic stuff for it. Um, which, you know, I could have just thrown it up there and probably, probably wouldn't have done well if it didn't have those specific things. Uh, but then it reached 1000 in the first week, 20,000 in the first month. And at that time you could monetize any video. So, uh, yeah, just as soon as I saw it starting to pick up, started monetizing, putting ads on it. And, uh, yeah, that was a big, big thing for me, both in my life from a professional standpoint of time. And also just from like a, it's nice to have a, a revenue source when you're like 14 years old, oh, you know, yeah. like that's super cool. It helped me just kind of do things like buy a camera or mm-hmm. whatever the case it was. And it wasn't crazy amounts of money, you know, in comparison to now, but yeah. it was just a cool little thing to do. You saw the opportunity was there. You kind of saw like, the potential that, you know, this is just some random video I happened to capture. What if I yeah. actually put some real effort into this? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it just yeah. kind of took off from there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so that's that kind of, that created the space of like me realizing, first of all, that I had some bit of a, a potential to create Right. Even though that was with a phone and it really wasn't anything crazy and it was just me in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I still saw like that potential to create and that it could be useful to some people. And then, of course, the YouTube, you know, kind of having a, a little bit of a following. I was like, OK, so I sat on that probably for like four or five years. Mm. Yeah. Maybe six years wow. before I started the YouTube, like yeah. actually doing what I do now. Um, and I would tell, I would tell all my friends, be like, yo, like, I promise you, like, once we get doing this, like, we just got to get the camera, do this, do this. And I promise you, it's going to be awesome. And like, I would tell all my friends this, like trying to get people to do it with me mm-hmm. and none of them were down. And I was like, you know what? Like, why am I relying on someone or something? Mm-hmm. Let's just get into it. Um, so yeah. And then, you know, if we, if we look back on that, like that decision to just be like, if it wasn't for that video, I would have never gotten into content creation. Wow. Never. Yeah. Um, so now you use your camera to do what? Yeah. So of course I have the YouTube channel, which I post kind of like minimalism and, you know, all sorts of sometimes reviews on products. You're a minimalist. Uh, I, yes, technically, <laughs> even though I actually hate that word, uh, but yeah, like, well, minimalist. I've been over your place and you, you do not have many possessions, but uh-huh. the possessions you do have are very high quality and actually are, um, they service your life. Yeah. They're actually, um, practical. Yeah. You know, they have a purpose. They have a purpose. Yeah. yeah. I'm also, I'm also aware that everything I do have at some point in time, I may no longer need mm-hmm. and that I will have to, at some point in time also get more. Yeah. Right. So I'm not sold on the idea that everything I have will always have that purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. So you always have to kind of be aware of that. Yeah. Some things may work. Some things may not, but yeah, the word, you know, when I tell people I'm minimalist and I, they're like, well, what about all your camera gear? I'm like, well, that's, di- you know, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. that's different, you know? It's so, purposeful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but to, yeah, so, uh, you know, that's kind of what my YouTube channel now is built off of is minimalism and kind of intentionalism. And nice. Kind of living a life that it goes a little bit of against actually the norm and the grain. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead, you know, kind of living a life that has more intention behind it, yes. which is what minimalism is. And that's what, you know, even what we're doing right now has a lot of intention and thought. And I've seen... You know, because I, I went from a life that was very unintentional, just hmm. going with the flow. You want me to do this? I'll do it. Okay. You say this is right, then that's right. I don't need to look into it. Interesting. And then I realized that I was living a life that didn't get me to where I wanted to get to. That I was, mm. by me actually just listening to what people say is right and wrong, made me worse. You know, especially the people and friends that I was surrounding myself with. So when I actually got to the point where I was like, I'm going to start 
changing and looking at things and questioning things is when I actually saw, you know, better outcomes mm -hmm. and implemented good things into my life. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to, we're both creators mm -hmm. and we look at a lot of life through like a really creative storytelling lens. So the story of 2020 had a lot of ups and downs and, uh, part of your 2020 story was actually relocating from Virginia to Austin. Yeah. Which you did, <laughs> you did in like almost like peak quarantine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, well, it was like, it was right in, it was end of May to be end exactly of May. Specific. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So actually like mid May, but yeah, that was insane. Especially if you look at like where I, where I was at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. it was working in a corporate office, right? At the time getting, just got a brand new promotion. So like, and I, you know, usually in the beginning of a year, you're like, all right, this is where I think I'll be at the end of the year. Or like, right. this is what I want my year to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Call it New Year's resolutions. Resolution. There's things, yeah. There's things the you want to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll get, get a raise. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Get yeah, a I'm bigger like, cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. like, yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning of this year, I'm like, all right, I got the, all this stuff going on. I bet you by the end of the year, I'll be very comfortable here. Or, you know, I don't know. So yeah, I just remember. And then I remember like throughout when I was in this corporate office learning this new job, I started seeing all these news articles coming in. We were, I was in travel insurance. So I was hmm. kind of the first people to start hearing about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wasn't yeah, getting, yeah. I wasn't getting the calls, but our office was getting the calls where it's like, Hey, hey you know, this, we're canceling out for this. this. Yeah. Like this yeah. pandemic. So, yeah. yeah, it was, it was insane. And it slowly of course trickled into everyone going home. I was sitting home working from home, mm -hmm. you know, all this different stuff. And I had visited Austin, um, you know, back 2019 around April for an event called paleo effects. Mm. So I already kind of knew what awesome was like. I was in Virginia, but also at the same time, I also knew that I wanted to get out of Virginia. I didn't know if it was going to be this soon. Right. But I knew that I did want to get out at some point in time. Yeah. And, uh, so it ended up being where, yeah, like just typed in a random search on Google. Literally. Could you not just like, filmmaker for hire in Austin or like photographer for hire in Austin. Wow. And I came across the LinkedIn article. Uh, that was the company that I worked for. Um, and they were, you know, Hey, this is the, you know, the listing. So I sent them an email, applied, did all the stuff next day on the phone with them day after that FaceTime and then, and then like a month went by. So this, this started, uh, this was like in April, like mm -hmm. beginning of April when I messaged them. So, yeah, a month went by, didn't hear from them. And then they were like, okay, let's do one more FaceTime call at the beginning of May. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I, I, I they were, I, they were gone in my head, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Like, yeah, they called me FaceTime call after that job offer. And then I was, then I was here. So, no way. Yeah. So how'd you find a living situation, especially with that much, like that's high to turn around. Yeah. Well, it was interesting too. Um, what got me like, it was just one of those things, right? You're in quarantine, you're bored you had the seed planted in your head that you might want to, you know, leave Virginia. So mm -hmm. the first thing I did actually, if we backtrack was find the living situation. Okay. That was what inspired me to like actually look for a job. Mm -hmm. So I uh, went on an, an app called Roomster and it's like a dating app. Well, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a dating app for roommates. That's okay. the way I describe it. Like a matchmaking. Yeah. You this find is the room for mm -hmm. my type of personality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Sick. So it was cool. So it was like, I found someone who's very similar minded. Who's one of my best friends now. Shout um, out Kevin. Shout out Kevin. Yeah. Young. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I ended up sending him a message and didn't hear from him. And then he sent me a message on Instagram and I was like, all right, this is really cool. Just to let you know, like, it's not going to happen yet. I still, you know, looking for a job, but it, the fit seemed well. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So with the interesting story about all of this is that when I did move from Virginia to Austin, uh, it was off of a job, right? That I had never met the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I FaceTimed them, but who knows who they are? Of course I did my research, but like I could have got Still fired. Never really. Yeah, I never met them in person. Yeah. And there's a lot, you know, they could just not like me as soon as they meet me in person. I don't nah, know. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And then my roommate, the guy I met online, once again, he could have been just a catfisher. He could have not existed. He could have been a creep when I met him. I move into this place mid pandemic. There's all these things that like were telling me, no, don't do it. You know, like red flags going off right. in my head. Yeah. Uh, and I did just have to ignore those, you know? Wow. And I was just like, Hey, like there's, there's high risk here, mm -hmm. but there's also high reward or the potential for high reward. Yeah. And like, what's the worst case scenario? 
right? You just go back to Virginia and, yeah. you know, just and then maybe beg for my job back or something like that, or just tell them the situation or I don't know. Yeah. But like yeah. either way, I was like the worst case scenario right now with COVID is actually, it, it's, it's already pretty bad. <laughs> so right. it can only go up from here. Yeah. And if I want to stay here and be comfortable, or am I going to go somewhere and be uncomfortable, but have a better opportunity to have a better year mm. or better, you know, just overall life in general yeah that's that's what has happened is i mean we're still i'm still in it right now but it's just created so many opportunities for me and so many you know my life is completely changed by that one decision so definitely high risk but it seems like it's 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 reaping some benefits the rewards are are coming yeah yeah for sure and that's so funny because so we're both from virginia yeah and we both were in a similar circumstance where we just saw, we didn't, we, we saw a limit to the potential that we could reach living in Virginia. Yeah. And we wanted to go somewhere where we, we could really um, maybe like expand our potential. Yeah. And that place for both of us was Austin. Yeah. But what even, was your, what was your story out of curiosity? Like very similar. Yeah. Um, I was in college uh-huh. and I was like, man, dude, you know, what's next? Cause I was 19 years old in college managing a Chick-fil-A no, nothing glamorous, yeah. but there were people who were graduating the same college I was going to and their job out of college was something very similar, paying very similar, the same. Like I remember this one girl, like it, it really clicked for me when this girl who I knew pretty well, she graduated mm-hmm. a year before me, straight A's, uh, high GPA, really on top of everything. And she got a job managing a pizza hut. And I'm like, bro, is that the best we can do out here? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Is that, is that the idea of success? I made it. Mm. And it's like, that's great and happy for her. Like I had a job. I was happy. She had yeah. a job. She was happy. But I was like, I feel like I want more. I want to go bigger. I want, I want bigger, you know, ideas of success. Yeah. And my sister uh, used to live in Seattle. She and her husband relocated here. Mm-hmm. And I visited a couple times and I, I already knew that Austin was like a good fit for me and it yeah. felt good. So when I was kind of thinking like, Hey man, maybe I need like a change of scenery somewhere where I can reach bigger potential. Austin was a natural next step. So I actually visited here for a summer interned at my sister's company. Nice. And then never left. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. this is the spot. Uh, went on funny enough to shoot content for the company that hired you. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is so yeah. funny. We have that point of connection. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. And then uh, another guy who I co-founded a media studio with, he's really good friends with your roommate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, when I was looking for a place to say, he said, Hey man, um, my friend has a spot. You should you hit should him up. In. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was, it was a couple months before you actually moved here. I think he had another tenant. Uh-huh. He had, yeah. he had just signed another tenant to that spot. So he was like, Hey, uh, that, that, that room's booked, but yeah. maybe check back later, see what happens. And then I had already found my own living situation. And, um, then I guess, you know, that's who you had found. Yeah. So you ended up living in the room that potentially I would have had been living in. Totally. So thank you for not taking it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it all worked out. It all worked out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's so interesting how we have all those points of connection. Totally. From Virginia to moving to Austin to all the people we've met here. Right. And yeah. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. It, it's insane. The content so. creation. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's yeah. been really wild. So, and, and same thing. It was like, you know, this just feels right. A lot of risk, but a lot of reward. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And um, look back. I think for both of us, it was the right move. Yeah. 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 Big, yeah. What were you going to say? No, I mean, I was just going to say, um, what a year, right. what a year it's been, Yeah. you know? And I think that moving to Austin, I'm sure was on your highlights list. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. And a year full of a lot of ups and downs. Yep. I, I think that we've had some really interesting experiences and we've learned a lot. Yeah. And uh, I just want to like talk about our year in review. Totally. You know, here we are sitting uh, about mid December, mm-hmm. 2020. And um, I mean, it's so funny to think back to the beginning of this year, like last January, what were you doing last January? You were working a job or you yeah. were like not super passionate. Yeah. I was in an office working a job, you know, mm-hmm. it's cold snowboarding doing that type of stuff so, yeah, yeah 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 and it's funny that you say like highlights as well as you know ups and downs for sure if you ask me like the best thing this year for me of course was moving here the worst thing like the most struggle that i went through was also moving here which is interesting right interesting struggling how aka like you know even though it was it was like i said a hard decision and right. you know at the time i was leaving someone you know 
that was hard like in a romantic relationship okay. with um you're leaving all your friends you know i did in my eyes i still have my job right so in my eyes i'm leaving something that i just got a promotion with which by the way like three or four months later would have lost it no doubt but at the time had it <laughs> and i was like all right this is cool you know yeah, like you know because yeah. i did just get it and uh so there was it was very hard i remember there was a few times especially when i first moved here there were a few nights where i was like not regretting the decision i never did regret it but they were just hard right when you're sitting there and you're like oh, like all of these these memories and things that you built are just like you just know that you're never going back to that mm. you could you don't want to right and it's this weird sort of like i don't know it's this weird feeling of just like just taking that next step like yeah. taking a step in the dark and you're like i hope that there's this that this step leads somewhere but yeah. really i can't see it so i'm just gonna just gonna commit and hope that it leads me somewhere good yeah that's yeah yeah and there was almost a, a bit of feeling too because i know sometimes we in our lives we always look very forward right right in the future yeah and sometimes we're never actually present in the moment and appreciating it and mm -hmm. there were so many times in virginia where i was especially i was i was starting a lot of things and changing myself and kind of focusing on this new path in life that i was so focused on the future that i wasn't focused 100 percent on the present and I remember looking back on that and being like, damn, like that was actually, even though it wasn't the best time in my life, it was an interesting time in my life. It was, mm -hmm. a, it was a journey that I was going through, mm -hmm. you know, that in the moment, I, if in my head, it was like, when am I going to get out of this? Now that I look back on it and I'm like, now that I'm out of it, it's interesting because it's like, yeah, like, you know, in that moment, I was so focused on getting out of it. I wasn't actually in the moment present. So what I was going to say is that was like an interesting perspective for me. Once again, not wanting to get back to it, but just like it was hard because I was like, dang, like I know that portion of my life is gone. It's a yeah. good thing that it's gone, but I know that it's gone. And it's, it was like a weird, I can't describe the feeling a hundred percent. It's just this weird sort of like, yeah, like this is what's happening. What do you miss this about Virginia? Normal. Ooh, <laughs> climbing, <laughs> rock climbing. All the climbing. Yeah. All the climbing yeah. and hiking. Some of the best like Appalachian trail was beautiful. Some of the rock climbing we'd go in West Virginia. There's like mm. trips and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Very mountainous. I, yeah. And I did, I, I did end up visiting Virginia for my um, birthday that I had recently in September and it was very different from when I left, really? which made the decision to, you know, that I did leave so much more just fulfilling because, and not to say that that's bad, but I just saw a place that was not handling COVID well, which mm -hmm. was hard to see. It was very hard to see. Yeah. And coming from Austin, which, you know, I feel like Austin is handling it very well. I agree. With businesses and stuff like that. So it was just very different to see that. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's quite, that's quite insane. So, so let's recap the year. Let me, let me know. Let's start off on a high note. Okay. Tell me some of your more significant highlights throughout the whole year. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. So I probably, I'd say the biggest highlight, of course, we mentioned moving. Mm -hmm. uh, the second one would be all of the friends. Just insane amount of people that I've met yeah, throughout dude. this year that are just quality people. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, COVID has done is it has weeded out. And this might sound, this might sound mean, but the weak people. The people that like aren't in, that in your life, in your circle. Exactly. Yeah. It's really shown true colors of people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just the people I've met, the new friends, the relationships, even what we're doing right now. Just yeah. like it's just totally pushed me and pushed also people that are like minded together. Even yeah. more so than I feel. I agree. Um, this year I've been the most active that I've ever been. Just like, like physically, physically active, doing a bunch of different sports. You know, I was kind of just only into climbing before moving here. And now it's like surfing, going on a surfing trip tomorrow. It's like hiking. Oh, and of course I hiked before. It's pickleball, which I'm going to play tonight. Uh, you oh, know, nice. th then it's just different types of workout. I'm cross training, different stuff, running, you know, walking. Um, my roommate really wants me to skydive and we could go down the list, you know, boats, you know, wakeboarding and yeah. like, just like a bunch of new, just active sports that like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's this year, it's just been my eyes. It's like, why not? You know, you why not? Like, let's, let's try it and let's give it a shot. And it might be something that I really enjoy. So has that so. been something new? Like, were you that way, uh, before, or was that something new that you kind of adapted that mentality after moving to Austin? Um, I think I had the mentality, but there's just less things to do in Virginia. There's That's a lot of, true. there's a lot of things to do here. Very, very people, true. There's so many, you know, yeah, you find your niche group of this type of people. And they're like, oh, you got to do this. There's actually, there's actually the issue of me saying yes to too many things here. Can relate. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to say no to certain things where it's like, you know, I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, I think, I think the first like s four months I was here, I came mm -hmm. from being someone who climbed every single day before COVID to the first four months being here, I didn't climb at all. 
And that was interesting because wow. I did tie a bit of my identity to that. Yeah. So it was interesting to not have that. But at the same time, once again, I was just doing all this different stuff, you know, like on yeah. a boat and then I'm jumping off a cliff and then like, you know, just things that I already would have wanted to do, but I just had the opportunity to do them now. Mm-hmm. And then this type of year, just really when I saw it, it's like there are two different things that you can have. You can have the, the mindset where it's like, hey, this year it's fucked. So I'm just going to be fucked as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit around and watch the news and bask in how bad this world is or I'm going to make the most of it. And that's what we have the ability to do at any point in time. There are certain things in life we can change and certain things in life we can't change. And unfortunately, with this year, there's a lot of things that have happened that we can't change, but it still doesn't mean that you can not change the things that you can change, if that makes sense. So I just tried to maximize on things that I could control as much as possible, Mm -hmm. which is things like having fun, being active, taking care of your health, Mm -hmm. right? You can't, you know, prevent you getting a virus necessarily, but you can do something to your body that way when you get it, it fights it off, right? So we can go down the list of like things that you can control. Yeah. And that was just kind of my goal was just to try to find a way to maximize on it. CJ Finley, the man behind Thrive On Life always says, control your controllables. Boom. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 And, and, and don't be obsessed with the outcome. Be obsessed with the process. Totally. And then if you obsess with the process and do what you can, the outcome will always be good. Mm. Yeah. Which I think great point to, to point out, especially at a time when people are, like you said, really having really down years and it was a down year. Like it was, it was, it was, you know, in a lot of ways, a a negative year. Totally. But with that comes a lot of opportunity and a lot of potential. Yeah. So, so keep on moving through your year, keep on going. So, so what makes you so, cause like I've been around you, we know each other really well. You are a very you're very much a go-getter mm. you're adventurous when Appreciate people give that. you no do you like it it's 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 for real like it's inspiring because like you're always doing something fun adventurous exhilarating and i yeah. feel like you're someone who really lives life to a a fuller extent than most mm. i like that what that's gives you that drive because i think that's something that a lot of people are probably reflecting on their year even me where i'm like i could have made more out of this year mm. i had like we all had time just dropped in our laps yeah. that we could have probably made more out of. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good idea for people to start thinking about how can you make the most of every single moment that you're in yeah. and just get more out of life in general. Yeah. And I think you're someone who gets a lot out of life. That's super nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, and I would say, Yeah, and I would say for me, it, a big thing for like getting the most out of your life was having your health in check. I know that's a weird one to kind of think about, but there was, a, there was a portion of time in my life where I was pushing and pushing and pushing. And there was also a big portion of my life where I didn't give a fuck about my health at all. Mm. The biggest success I've seen is if I feel good. If I feel good and I'm happy, I can do anything, really, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And if I'm healthy and I'm surrounded by people that are also healthy, we can do anything mm-hmm. together. So for me, in my opinion, that has been like a big determining factor in my life is just having good health, getting good sleep, you know, eating the things that my body likes and reacts well to, you know, having a strong immune system. So if I do get sick, I fight it off and I'm not, you know, out for weeks. Mm-hmm. And then with that, having that, that, having that baseline of health, you know, both, you know, internally as well as externally, you know, looking good is something that helps with confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if you aren't confident in yourself, how can you, why would you be down to do all this stuff? Right? Yeah. It's hard to do that. And I'm not saying like, there's a difference between being cocky or narcissistic and just confident, right? Confident and like, yeah, like I can do this. So for me, that was like a big thing is just like, once I had my health kind of in check and of course we're always, we're always improving on it. But once you get that big portion of your health where you feel good, you have energy, then it's like the world is your, you know, opportunity. And, uh, you know, I I did go to college and I did end up dropping out. And one of the things that I realized very early on is that if I do have that decision to drop out, if I did make that decision, what am I doing instead? Am I sitting around playing video games Mm -hmm. or, you know, eating bags of chips sitting on my ass, right? Or am I making connections? Am I meeting new people? Am I developing myself? Am I still learning? But what am I learning, right? Mm -hmm. I have option. I have the beautiful option to now pick what I'm learning and really kind of have a lot of intention around my life. And yeah, that was a motivation for me too, to just, you know, not say yes to everything because there's a balance to say no to things, but also be down to try things like moving to a new city Mm -hmm. or like trying a new sport or like picking up a new client. Like even if I haven't done it before, I'm down to try it because it could be the decisioning factor for me and my career. Right. And 
you know, I'm in a position right now where, like I said, I did end up dropping out. So for me, it's either sit on my ass or work harder than the average. That's a really good point that I think is also very important is that expose yourself to opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like another, another CJ ism. I have a running list of CJ Finley (laughs) quotes. He says exposure equals opportunity, Mm. expose yourself to different opportunities. And that's how you can gain new levels of success. But you have to take the opportunities that are presented to you that you really think are going to get you somewhere. You have to set goals. And then you have to measure those opportunities based on, is this going to help me get to my goal? Yeah. You know? So, um, that's kind of something that I always remind myself is like, you have to get out there. You can't just sit back and let, and and expect life to come to you. You have to go chase it. Yeah. It's going to meet you halfway, but you have to do your part too. The opportunities are there and the people are there who are going to help you get to that finish line but you have to go meet them because they're not going to come to your house, knock on your door, sit on your couch. Like you have to actually go yeah. expose yourself yeah. to and those opportunities. A, there's a bit of fun in that too, of it's, the journey. Of it's like super fun. Pushing. Yeah. Learning new things is fun. Yeah. You know, like starting from scratch, like it's, it's self-development. It's a never ending. You know, once you once you stop learning, you're, you're just done. You know, mm-hmm. life becomes less fun. If you stop exposing yourself to new stimuli, to new experiences, you know, that's, yeah. that's part of living a fulfilled life. I think is yeah. just being a constant, like go getter. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you, what would say, what would you say your advice is as far as like, um, stepping out of your comfort zone? Cause I know like there's definitely times in my career and mm-hmm. when I'm like also in a position where like, there's that like 20 minute period before a shoot sometimes, or like a, that there's something going on where I'm just like, there's something that goes through my head. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I just want to stay home. Like it's that feeling, I don't know. And it's there's sometimes you have those brief moments that you just have to push through. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever uh, had Dude, a similar situation, but yeah, what would you that's say? That's so funny advice? that you say that because I've never even articulated that feeling, yeah. but I feel it super often. Yeah. Even like a, a dream shoot can come my way and the, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do yeah. this. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it's really just that discomfort that comes with growth yeah. because, you know, related to that last rep in the gym, in the back of your head, you're like, I don't want to do this last rep. It's going to yeah. be hard. Yeah. I might not make it, but it's the decision to actually take that step. That's going to get you to success. Mm. So it's that reminder. It's like switch. It's flipping the switch because yeah. your mind is telling you, sit back, be comfortable, be safe. Don't expose yourself to something new because new could be scary and yeah. it might not work out. So just kick back. You have to consciously overpower that and be like, you know what? This is an opportunity. I have goals in order to reach those goals. I have to take these opportunities Yeah. because the most random opportunities that you take sometimes leads you places far beyond what you could ever imagine, which is crazy. It's so crazy. And you yeah. don't even realize it until you look back, but to go forward, you have to have faith that these opportunities are going to get you somewhere. And, and mindset plays into that too. If you're consciously like, I don't want to do this. And then you force yourself to outcomes probably not going to be great. Yeah. Well, you have to just have that open mind, that positive attitude, accept new opportunities, try new things, understand that it might not work. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes things don't work out as you intended. That's the year 2020. <laughs> expectations. If you had any expectations this year of what you thought it would be like. Yeah. Not there. Great, great analogy. Yeah. Great that's, analogy. That's the definition of 2020. Yeah. Definition of 2020. And, uh, yeah. One of the things that I, that helped me a lot and this, this, this just applies and this is a hard thing to do. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's easy. And when I say this, I'm also still in the back of my mind, like, Ugh. but you know, what I like to try to preface this is not like in you, in your life, your mind plays a big role in everything that you do. Like big confidence time. is keen, stuff like that. And one of the things that I've kind of switched is rather than saying I have to do something, I get to do something, right? Mm. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you lost your job. You don't have to find a new one. You get to find a new one. Mm. COVID big hits. Big mindset switch. Yeah, COVID hits. You don't you know, have to do this. You get to do this, right? Yeah. And then, so the point is, is that like anytime I'm in a situation where I just feel uncomfortable or things aren't going as planned mm-hmm. and I have, to, I have to change or I have to do something different, it's not I have to, it's I get to, right? And then that mindset of get, like having a, a positive outlook and a positive sort of framework around whatever you're doing versus mm-hmm. having like, I need to do this or I have to do, you know, it just, it changes the outcome so much because now Simple. you have, now you have just passion behind it. Now you yeah. have like, and that's, that's the beauty of what we do is every day we get to do stuff. We get to shoot on a new project. We get 
we get to work with a new brand. We get to work with a new company, a new influencer. Mm-hmm. We get to have podcasts like this. Yeah. Right? Like the, like you live in a world of possibilities and a world of just endless opportunity. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that you get to do, not have to do, but you get to do. Get and to do. You woke up another day today. So you yeah. get to do all these different things that maybe some of them you don't want to do, but at least you have the opportunity and you get to do these things. So that mindset for 2020 has been the key for just having my, in my opinion, the successful, just also a very happy and content year. So, very well said. Yeah. That was huge. I'm really glad you said that Sweet. because I think <laughs> you. nailed it. <laughs> because yeah, I think you know, 2020 was a, a big, in many cases, problem that turned into an opportunity for many people. Problems always exist, but you can reframe it to not being a problem, but an opportunity to adapt, to evolve, to try new things, to figure it out. Life is a series of problem solving, mm. but if like you said, if you can switch a problem to an opportunity, it mm. can actually propel you forward. And I think you and I are very positive-minded people, but I mean, through the ups and downs of 2020, we talked about some highlights of which there were many. And a lot of those are because we just have a mindset that seeks positivity, which I think is rad. Yeah. Did you have a specific highlight that kind of stood out to you or like any specific ones that you were like, kind of looking back on your 2020 and being like, all right, these are, these are really cool. Do you have any? What's so funny, I always, I'm very spontaneous. I'm very unplanned for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. But I think in 2020, it kind of worked out for me. I didn't have a list of resolutions or a list of in 2020, I will blah, blah, blah. I just said in 2020, I'm going to continue living my best life. I'm going to continue meeting people, mm. connecting with people, seeing how I can help you and how you can connect and how you can help me. Yeah. And exposing myself to opportunities and um, setting goals that help keep pushing me forward and having fun. And as long as my energy is positive, as long as I'm having a good time, I could be doing one of many things. Yeah. And 2020 presented opportunities that I wasn't expecting, but I was having, it it was an evolution, evolutionary process. And there was an, an adaptation, but I was still having a good time because I was still connected with people who I care about. And actually, to your point you made earlier, found out that I have connections that are deeper than I even realized. Yeah, that they turn into something crazy. They turn into something crazy or like someone hits you up and it's like, wow, through this pandemic where literally there was a point, it it felt like COVID was the the end of the world. The end. You get it. You're done. (laughs) You know, there there was really that genuine fear. And there was like, um, it was like, are we going to get, there was a sense of, are we going to get through this? Yeah. And the people who you think of in those times of crisis and the people who think of you, mm-hmm. that says that there's a deeper connection there. Yeah. So it, it, it made me realize people were more important than I, real, than I may even have even realized. And I was more important to other people than I might have realized that was, you know. Yeah. So it, it really deepened a lot of connections. And like you said, it maybe even weeded out a few connections that maybe were a little more surface level. Um, and that weren't as deep as they could be with other people. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, with this year, there's definitely, so it's always, I remember I was actually talking with someone recently and I was, we were talking about the year and I just kind of, I was like, yeah, I had a pretty good year. And this dude was like, dude, this has been the best year of my life. And I was like, honestly, me too. Because I feel, cause there's a little bit of guilt because unfortunately yeah. there are some people out there who mm-hmm. regardless, they just, there was a lot of things they couldn't control and they're in a situation where they just had a bad year and it's not, not even in, in their control or is it, I don't know. That's not for me to say. So for those people that had, you know, just a really bad year, it's interesting to say, I mean, that'll be any time. I might have a horrible year next year and that person has a great year next year, right? So, but my question is, is like, what do you think have been some key factors for you in your, like, in this year that you've seen? And then maybe some things that you can recommend to some people as well to say, hey, like, you know, in this year, like, this is some things that I've done that I've saw success for. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's not a good idea, but it's just what worked for me. Open, like, if you have any. Great question. Mm-hmm. Open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. The ability to adapt. The ability to call upon people if needed. And also be there for people who might call upon you. Mm. There's strength in numbers, not just numbers, but actually, like, deep, significant numbers, like, the connections that you have and that go deep, you know, people will help you. So, I mean, for me personally, I specialized in content creation, specifically in the food, beverage, and hospitality industry. Everything that's been affected by COVID. It all went away. (laughs) (laughs) Gone. You know, um, I just, even actually last night, I happened to run into this guy who um, 
used to co-own a staffing company for events. I mean, multi-million dollars. I remember I did some work for them late last year. And like every time I went to the office, they had five new trophies on the wall. Yeah. They were killing it. Saw him last night. I said, hey, how's the business? He's like, gone. Dead. Yeah. It's dead. It's it's gone. It's gone. And, you know, I think a, a lot of my work and I think, you know, we talk about highlights. There are also some down points. Yeah. One of the hardest hits I took was I took a lot of pride in this restaurant that I did digital marketing with um, Shady Grove. Mm-hmm. Classic Austin spot. Iconic. Had been in, in the same spot since 1992. I had the privilege of working with them. and I took a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Um, and, and they were just an Austin staple. They meant a lot to the city and they went under and it was like it was rough when that happened. I was like dude, who can survive Mm -hmm. if, if iconic, you know, staples like that are going under, who's going to survive this? And then, you know, a lot of the hospitality, food, beverage, restaurant industry work started to just fizzle out because the numbers just, they couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I totally understand, but, uh, I think some of the connections that I had made previously really saved me because I had connections in, less volatile industries like yeah. construction and a few like corporate businesses yeah. and, and real estate. And I just adapted. I was like, ah, oh, man, I've never shot a real estate video. You know, I've never shot this corporate gig. Like they're showing me the, the video they did last year. I was like, Oh my God, shit. I'm like, am I capable of even <laughs> yeah. doing that? Yeah. But you know, I just, you I adapted. I adapted, I evolved. Mm -hmm. And I mean, working in construction, a lot of businesses were closed. Everyone was home. Perfect opportunity to repave some roads or fix the foundation. And so they were doing great. They needed content. They needed digital marketing. Um, Digital marketing actually was more needed than ever because the physical presence for businesses wasn't there. Yeah. There was a lockdown. Totally. So, you know, are these businesses open? How are they, what are their, you know, how are they evolving and adapting? You needed digital marketing to so much more. get that across so much more than ever. Yeah. So there was that potential that really you have to have like an open mind to see where you can turn a problem into an opportunity. And just seeing like, okay, some businesses are, are, are falling and it's really sad, but there are some businesses who are also winning. Like you said, some people had a great year. Yeah, and some people had a horrible year. Some people had a horrible Amazon, year. Great, great year. year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Netflix, uh, killing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we could go to another one, and they're doing fucking horrible. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's really that ability to adapt, evolve, keep an open mind, and mm-hmm. see opportunity over problems mm-hmm. that I think gets you really through through anything. Yeah, that's, you know? that's super cool. What were some of your downs of the year? What were some of your like more negative sides? Yeah, I, I, I think there was a few things that have happened even recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, tomorrow I'm hopping on a plane to Puerto Rico and filming a surf video there and you know also doing some surfing. It's gonna be a great trip. Sweet. Uh, we get this sort of last minute information that we have to get this specific test and there was like a high percent chance that I wouldn't get it back in time and also there's a chance that it's a false negative or that i just did have covid and yeah. i didn't know it and then i get it back <laughs> and i'm like oh shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. i don't know it's it, so in, in there was actually a poor proportion of time where i'm like like we me and my roommate we were sitting down that's who i'm going with and i was like yeah we well, just might not make this trip like that sucks because this is something that i was looking forward to and it's just a 2020 thing mm-hmm. but i could have sat there and like and actually one of the things that I was doing was multitasking and I was able to find, I was able to find a place that was able to COVID test and they had a specific lab testing in the, in the actual facility. Um, and I, I was, my goal was to never get a COVID test, honestly, but I did end up getting one. And, uh, we got, we were supposed to usually take about 48 hours mm-hmm. and we, we took it Wednesday morning, but we leave Friday morning. So if it was 48 hours, we wouldn't have gotten it back in time. Yeah. So we went to this place after doing a bunch of research, calling people, I had a nurse named Cindy on the phone. She was like, I got you. You're making that plane and blah, 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 blah. Oh, like moving yeah. all this stuff through. Shout out Cindy. And yeah. Shout out Cindy. <laughs> Seriously. She was she a help. real one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then ended up getting, so I did the test. We, me and my roommate both got the information last night that we were good. So nice. yeah. And then like I said, hopping on a plane tomorrow. So stuff like that, where it's like, you can either sit around and be like, damn, like we're not going to make it. Or you can do everything that you can mm-hmm. make the most out of the situation Yeah, to try to get where you need to get. And that has been, but you know, that was a good example of like a, a potential low. Yeah. And if it would have happened, it's not like I'm going to sit here and be like, 
I'm going to be like, okay, we're going to wait. We're going to postpone the trip. We're going to mm-hmm. go to a different time. Totally cool. And I'm going to make the middle side of this weekend here, mm-hmm. right? Um, so there's been a few things like that that have happened where there's just like things didn't go as planned. That mm-hmm. is like 2020 in, within itself. Things never go as planned. Mm-hmm. If you think if you think life goes as planned, it will go sort of as planned. But if you think it 100% goes as planned, you're just going to be living a very um, unrealistic life. If And I think 2020 has shown us that. And especially just with everything that you have going on in your life, it's like, hey, like if I have the expectation that this may go well and this may not go well, when it does go well, I'm very excited, very happy and very thankful and content with the fact that it did and I'm on to the next thing. And if it didn't go well, then I'm aware of this situation and the possibility of that. And I'm going to make the most of it and try to try to make sure the next thing I do does go well. And if it doesn't, then I keep doing that until it does. Mm-hmm. So it's constantly not being discouraged. It's constantly not being like, oh, like I just, you know, this year I just give up. Right. But yeah, I think that has been just like a crucial thing for me. Any of the bad situations that have have happened, like, you know, job that you thought was going to be great, didn't turn out well. Job that you thought was going to, you know, be a long term thing, didn't turn out well. Like all these things that you could, you know, have in your head still be pushing for that. But when it doesn't go as planned, now you have the opportunity. Now you get to try something new, do something new. And that's, that's been, you know, everything that's been a negative in this year mm-hmm. has actually just turned into more positives, which is cool. What yeah. positives do you think come out of coronavirus and this pandemic? And what do you think the positive outcome on society, on the world, on the market and the economy actually will be? Yeah, I think one of the biggest positives is showing how, how much productive people are working from home. That's a big one. Huge. Or just like being remote. remote. And like a lot of people are super productive and they're working from home or working for a coffee shop or even having the, the ability to like work in Mexico. Like yeah. why? If you can do what you're doing and be pat, have like some sort of like thrill and passion in your life, you're going to be a better employee mm-hmm. or better worker, whatever you're doing in your industry. So I think showing companies that your work and personal life and what you're doing matters. Mm-hmm. And you can see it actually correlating into your work and not living this like you have to stay in an office and sit here and st- sit in your cubicle and stuff like that. This year is taught that employers and stuff like that like, are going to do way better if their employees are working in an environment that they actually want to work in. And in most offices, they don't want to. I agree with that. I think, I think that's an interesting perspective. I think 2020 has offered a lot of perspective change. Totally where people are just more conscious and they're like, you know, you're spending all this time sitting in a cubicle. Like why, when there's this whole world to explore, why are you wasting your time at a cubicle or why are you even wasting your time at home? Like there's a lot of world to see. So like get out, you know, change your scenery, change your environment, get more out of life. And I think that sort of mindset, like it actually, I remember in March or April, this is actually one thing that I thought was going to lead to like, like a, a positive outcome from yeah. COVID. I, I remember going to um, Auditorium Shores, kind of like a park lake area here in Austin. And it was, it was like in the height of COVID. Um, everything was shut down. And there was a lot of fear, a lot of tension. And the experience out there was actually a sense of overwhelming unity. Mm. And people were just happy to be out of the house and just free to run around. It was like everyone's so locked up and it was like people just flocked to nature. Even like interpersonally, when you would pass people, there was like, you know, you all, all had masks on and there was this look that people were giving each other of like, yeah, we don't know what's going on, but <laughs> hey, we're in this together, you know, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> ah, six feet, right? Yeah. You know, like it was like this sense of like COVID didn't discriminate. Mm-hmm. it made us all equal yeah and it kind of made us maybe drop our ego a bit and be like you know we're all just human we're yeah. all connected and in the threat of an of a common enemy like we really need to work together yeah. i felt like it gave a sense of unity and honestly like people had a new perspective of just going outside was a treat right you know yeah. people are like rollerblading <laughs> and flying kites yeah yeah because we were supposed to stay inside so when you did get outside you're like oh this, this awesome. is this is awesome. Yeah. This is great. Well, yeah, let me just dust off the bike and the rollerblades. Yeah. We finally slowed down a little bit too, right? We, we did. We had this pace of moving, and we fucking slowed exactly. Down. And it made people realize, like, why, why, why be so busy? If I'm having such a good time, just with with nothing on my agenda, yeah. and just having a great time going outside, being in the sun, being in nature, laying in the grass, 
why don't I do more of this? Totally. Yeah. Like there's, there's a balance of it, right? There's when, a balance. You, when you have that grind where you are working hard, but you also have to have, you have to have the personal life to detach that. Yeah. Right. There's times where you do like you're sending it, like you, you were just had, you just filmed a new balance commercial or uh, advertisement and it's like, and you had to do a 10 hour shoot. Right. Right. But then you might take it a little bit easier the next day and make sure you kind of reset, recharge. Balance. And that's, and so many, I think people haven't had that. And with yeah. COVID that you've finally seen that like, Oh, I slowed down. Wow, the grass is actually green and the sky is blue. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and nature isn't out to kill me. Nope. And, you know, people just tune into the news all the time and forget that when you go outside, things are usually pretty civil. Yeah. Usually pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, so 2020 has been such an interesting year. For me, I think uh, living in fear has been one thing that I've seen a big difference between certain people. Certain people have to be afraid of this. Don't get me wrong. But um, I do think that there are certain people who have lived in fear this year and there's certain people who haven't. And I'm not saying one is necessarily better. That's your decision. If you want to live in your fear, that's totally fine, I guess. But um, yeah, for me, one of the... <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm totally, live your life, bro. <laughs> live your life however you want to. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how to do it. But I can just tell you that one of the big things for me is like at any point in time, like I can get into a car and get into a car accident. But I still drive, right? Because I know that there's certain parts of my life that I just need need that motive, motive of transportation to get to, mm -hmm. right? And I'm going to minimize risk, definitely, by not driving drunk or not doing this or not doing that and mm -hmm. being safe when I drive, right. whatever the case is. There's also things that I can't control, like someone hitting me. And, you know, so at any point in time, when I get into a car, I'm putting myself at risk. When I do any sport, I'm putting myself at risk. Any time in life, you're always going to be at risk for something. And... If you want to live in fear, that's totally fine. Like I said, that's up to you. But at the same time, I would make the argument that, you know, it's not a good thing. And mm -hmm. what I've seen is a lot of people, unfortunately, living in fear this year. You know, personally, from my experience, just seeing what it's like to be in a situation where people are still being precautious, wearing right. masks, still keeping, you know, usually social distancing if possible, keeping a certain amount of numbers of people at parties and stuff like that super mm -hmm. low, still living your life businesses aren't i mean there's still a ton of businesses that are that are affected by it naturally but you know we're not seeing just like devastation yet um yet but um and it's just super cool to be a part of that yeah um, in, in a city that is kind of open-minded and kind of like that so. and i think that's why so many people are flocking here i think austin is really trending upward yeah you know i've been in austin for three years going on my fourth year and i think you know what i know about austin it seems like austin is a city that evolves about every five years it's almost a new city so you know going into my fourth year living here seeing the people who are flocking from LA to new from New York from yeah. Boston who are coming here both of us coming from Virginia Woo. moving here VA you know um, it's interesting to think like this city will be a different city than when I moved here yeah. what I'm so happy about is that me you now and and a lot of our friend group we have we're developing roots here where newcomers who are coming in are going to flock to their creative community. And that's a community that we're a part of and that we're actually, you know, I, I would say helping build and helping grow. So what are you looking forward to in 2021? Great question. Wow. I'm looking forward to already having a good year this year and just being super open-minded, right? Because once again, like having definitely things in that uh, pipeline or in that lead mm -hmm. to have great success, but also being open-minded that, hey, this stuff may not work out. I might have to adapt. I might have to change. Accepting the challenge of whatever it is mm -hmm. and also being prepared for like, hey, like this year has just so many crazy things have happened, all this different stuff. Like what do you think 2021 is going to bring? Is it going to bring more positive stuff, more negative stuff? Either way, bring it on. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. And at the end of 2021, I could be like, shit. This fucking, <laughs> this year really just kicked me in the ass. But once again, like, I don't see that as a bad thing, even if that does happen, because um, I just think in life, you're going to have ups and downs. Definitely. You're going to have dips. You're going to have times when you're at a low and you're going to have times when you're at a high. And unfortunately, the type of industry that we're both in has, does have highs, highs and lows, lows. I mean, I can tell you there's been times in my career where I've even been like, yeah, content creation isn't for me. And then there's times in my life where I'm like, I can't imagine ever doing anything else. Right. And which is weird. So the, there's, there's so many different times, especially like what we do where you have a high, high and a low, low. And if this year was a high and the next year is a low, that's cool. If it's a high, high, then that's awesome too. So really for me in 2021, my goal is just to have um, an open outlook 
to not live in fear, to be ready for whatever the year has to bring, to be thankful that I woke up another day, mm-hmm. to be ready for helping other people as well, um, if I can, um, help as many people as possible, um, meet new people, try new things, we could go down the list, mm-hmm. um, and overall just be better than who I was the year before, right? That's all that we can say is like 1% improvement, not better than this person or that person, better than who I was, right? Mm-hmm. And what that, what that progression will look like, I'm not sure, um, but I hopefully it's the progression upwards, even if it's 1%. That's really that bulletproof mindset mm-hmm. where there is no loss. There is no problem. You either win or you learn and you look at life as a series of opportunities, whether in good or bad circumstances, everything is an opportunity to move forward. Mm. It, but you have to be able to see it that way. Yeah. CJ Finley again <laughs> says, uh, he, he made a great point literally the other day. He said, you have to look at life like a stock, a good performing stock will it nothing is just a straight line no it's it's it's, it has its peaks it has its dips but overall if you look at it in a five-year span it's going to go up if it's a good stock even though it has these these peaks and these drops and you know a little bit of scary should you should you back out should you dive in deeper ultimately you feel it out you take everything into consideration and if you keep on moving forward then that stock is going to be that line's going up yeah I think that this really this year speaks to the idea of putting systems over goals because you and I, I don't think either one of us set a goal. I mean, you're here living in Austin, mm. you know, did you, you didn't set a goal. Fuck no. No. I, I thought it was, I, I thought when I left Virginia, I was going to go to Denver. That was like the initial plan. Yeah. Was Denver. And then I visited Austin. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. But yeah. it's still, my initial plan was like Denver when I'm like 25. I moved here when I was 20. So I yeah. wasn't even legally allowed to a drink and I was yeah. hopping in a car moving to a new city, not knowing a single person. Wow. That's fucking weird. You right? made that drive by yourself too, right? I did, yeah. Everything I, everything I own fit in my Mini Cooper and I sold some stuff beforehand and shit like that. But yeah. True minimalist. So, yeah. <laughs> That's sick, dude. That's so rad. Yeah, dude. I mean, systems over goals. Systems allowed us to just, in any circumstance, say, well, what's my system? I, I want to build a system to meet people, connect, mm-hmm. expose myself to opportunities, take those opportunities, make the most out of them, be open to change, keep an open mind. With that system, a pandemic could and did hit us. Yeah. But with that system in place, we were able to still have a really good year. Yeah. The question I have for you is when you are at one of those lows, right? Mm-hmm. When you are kind of in one of those dips, what is a good thing that helps you get out of it, right? Or not, I wouldn't say get out good of question. it, but what is something that like that? Because there's going to be those things, right? When you are unmotivated, where maybe you're questioning some things that are happening when those things first do happen. You're like, events are gone, restaurants are gone. Like what, like how do you like, like what are some things that you help you motivate you out of that? That's a really good question. I, I would say definitely two things. Mm-hmm. General faith that things are going to work. Faith is, the future is unknown. Uncertainty, the future is uncertainty. But what comes into play is just belief, faith. Faith is literally, so here's, here's my idea on, on beliefs. Uh-huh. A belief is a lie that you choose to accept as the truth. Because mm. if it were true, it would be a fact. Yeah. A lot of our life is based on beliefs. Beliefs are fundamentally lies. Otherwise, they would be facts. Yeah, makes sense. But we choose to believe them. We choose to act on them, and we choose to accept them as fact, and they end up being so, at least within our own reality. Mm-hmm. So then it gave, me, it gave us all the opportunity to think, what do, I, what do I want to believe is going to play out? And you have to be conscious of that, because a lot of people subconscious took over, and they were like, I believe this year sucks, and I'm not going to get anywhere, and I'm a victim of the, of the world, and I have no control, yeah. and that's my belief, and that's the life that they lived. Yeah, and, and the media is like, stay home, and they're like, I'm just being good. I'm, I'm doing exactly what everyone's telling me to I'm do. I'm going to believe. I, yeah, yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I think with faith, you can form beliefs that, that will lead to more success and less less downfall. Yeah. So I think just general overall faith and having belief in yourself, having belief in the future and your path that no, nothing that you do is a mistake. There are no problems, only opportunities. Mm. It's all, like you said, it's all mindset. It's all mental. It's all rooted in, um, just taking charge of your own life. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the, that if you think about sustainability, I couldn't say that word, but that's what like being, having sustained life, is being ready for those downs, those lows, because mm-hmm. you can guarantee that your life is going to have those, 
So having a sustained life and having sustainability in what you're doing and being able to have things like faith and belief and putting that into the right spots so that way you can have those highs is super crucial, especially in a year like this. Super crucial. Yeah. I now, think what would you say your 2021 uh, goals are, I guess you could say? So so part two of your, your question, uh-huh. I would say, is the faith and then also just connecting with people and mm-hmm. communication. Because a lot of times when you're presented with uh, uncertainty or fear, a lot of times it's actually just a lack of communication. And the fear, the thing that you feared, you actually realize through communication is really not something to be feared. Mm-hmm. Like I had um, like a project that I was like, I, I don't feel good about this. Pro- I don't, I'm not confident in the work that I'm doing yeah. with this project. And I, I just communicated that to a few people like, I'm just not, it's just, and they're like, you know, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Mm-hmm. Or have you, maybe let me see it. Maybe I can give, give you some insight. And I think being honestly vocal about your fears oftentimes allows you to unravel them mm. and realize there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. But to answer your question about what I'm looking forward to in 2021, improving on the systems that are already in place that led to a really solid 2020 for me. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, you know, we are a step, we have some sort of establishment here in Austin in the creative community. Mm-hmm. You have connections that people, it, it takes them years and years to make, mm-hmm. but you are so good at communicating and connecting that you've jumped ahead because of your ability to communicate mm-hmm. where other people, it took them a lot longer because they couldn't just connect and communicate with people as effectively. Yeah. That's what, I, that's the one thing I noticed about you that I think is, is really admirable. That's nice. Yeah, dude, it's legit. So, um, with our roots in the creative community here and the connections that we've made, especially with Austin being an area that people are, like, like we said, flocking to, um, it's going to be interesting to see how the creative community moves ahead in 2021. I think that's going to be largely due to people like us who we really admire connecting with people yeah. and, and, and welcoming people in and really establishing and solidifying a culture that is a welcoming, open, fun, collaborative, creative community yeah. and maintain that culture even to newcomers. I think there will be a yeah. lot of newcomers in the Austin commu- creative I community. So. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I, really, I really think that there will be a lot of newcomers. And I think it's going to be people like us who really help solidify the creative culture that is the reason people are flocking here in the first place. Yeah. I've, I've personally learned and I've seen what it looks like when you have a good working tribe. Mm-hmm. versus just like when I when I use the word tribe I mean like if you think about a tribe member when one tribe member goes away from the tribe the tribe is not working it's not intact it's very fluid fluid with just a very good working crew of people that have a specific place and specific things that doing and each person is helping each other right and it's a it's a certain type of community that's really special and I think I've seen that more so in this city specifically but also with the people that I've been around and being more open and really pinpointing those people that deserve to be in the tribe. And deserve, I, that, and I'm also going to be in a position where I'm like, Hey, I want to be in this tribe too. This is what I bring. This is how I can help, you know, and hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, you can help as well. And it's a give and gain, a beautiful balance of that. Yeah. I just think that is like kind of what you're describing too. And I, I can't wait to see what that looks like, especially with just being in a, in a city that has so much opportunity. Yes. It's, it's super cool. So, so much opportunity yeah. and, and even growing. That's yeah. what keeps me excited. Yeah. You know, there's the change. Ready for the change. Ready for yeah. the change. Excited for the change. Change is uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Uncertainty can be scary, but you can have anxiety or you can have excitement. Mm-hmm. I choose to have excitement. Yeah. I do think that 2020 will be characterized by a year of evolution. Totally. I think far, far, far in the future, People we, will look back at this year as yeah. the pivoting point yep. that leads to this. I mean, really, it's not an exaggeration to say a whole new world. Totally. You know, there's like BC and AC or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah it's going to be before COVID and after COVID. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's a whole it's a whole new era, <laughs> a whole new era that we're that we're moving into. dude. But I'm, I'm happy to be moving into that new era here in uh, a city full of opportunity and good people and a lot of potential. Totally. And I think that we are well positioned for a solid 2021. Nice. So I'm excited. Um, and I just encourage anyone listening mm-hmm. to also look to the future with excitement over anxiety. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And look at new circumstances as opportunities instead of problems. Yeah. Anyone listening to, if you are kind of sitting in a situation, and once again, there's certain things you can't control about this past year, and there's certain things that you can't control going into 2021 as well. 
but really just being aware of the things that you can control, like Mm -hmm. being aware of that and trying to maximize and focus on that as much as possible and make the most of it, lower your expectations and also push harder than you ever have before Mm. and put your areas in things that you know will result in things coming back. And then also doing things for people, even if it doesn't come back, but that's the right thing to do. Um, and you know, just kind of listening to the things that we've said, and these are, you know, it might not work for you. These are just some things that have worked for us, right. In our lives. So he's full of knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. And if you thought that this last little over an hour was insightful, you need to follow this man on a daily basis because oh, he's always like really dope stuff. You too, um, you too, John. So, oh, thank you, bro. I, that means a lot, mm-hmm. dude. Um, where can listeners follow you? Uh, so on Instagram at medication. So same, same way you would spell medication, but with a Cade. C-A-D-E. I'm also on YouTube, Cade Pryor. And I also have a website, www.cadepryor.com. Bunch of Cades and Pryors. Um, and yeah, you can uh, follow me on Instagram. Send me a message. Email me. Give me a phone call. Whatever you want to do. I love talking to people. I love bouncing ideas off of people as well. So yeah, and I love learning too. So if you have any recommendations on things and areas that I can improve on too, I love outsiders, you know, coming in and showing me what I can do better because mm. that's always always down for that. So yeah, those, follow this man and he will inspire you to get more out of life. Oh, you're nice. Dude. Damn, damn. This is just I'm leaving and my days, you know, good from here <laughs> on out. I had the most words of affirmation I've ever had in like oh. ten years. There you go, there you go. And I'm just speaking the truth. I mean, I'm not even trying to be nice. I'm just trying to be honest. So yeah, no, no, just cool. just legitimately, dude. That. Yeah. So thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your insight. And thank you for inspiring people to make the most out of life and get the most out of 2021. Fuck yeah, you too, bro. It's going to be a sick year. So I'm sick excited, year. excited to see what it turns into. So. Big time. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Follow Cade. He's full of amazing insight and wisdom. And we will see you on the next one.